0: Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas at Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I want to thank each one of our listeners today that have tuned in to this podcast and the ones that will be listening to the recording. I am very grateful for each one of you, and I am just really excited today to have my returning monthly diva with me, Lori Murphy, and her and I are going to chat about animals as best <laughs> friends. Oh, my goodness. This is going to be awesome. So, Lori, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? Hi, everyone. I'm Lori Murphy, and I'm the owner of Sugar Ditch Stables in Northern California. Oh, awesome. So uh, you have stables. So how exciting. That's another exciting part. So you you will be really good at... Uh, talking about animals as best friends, living in a stable and having one with the animals around. So what what is one of the first animals that maybe comes to your mind that uh, you have experienced as having them as your best friend?
1: Oh, gosh, that would probably be a finch. I got a finch oh. when I was about... About eight years old, I guess. And I, I tried for the longest time when we lived in Idaho to, I set a trap to catch a bird. <laughs> and it was <laughs> like right out of the Looney Tunes kind of, you know, you pull the stick and the box falls down. <laughs> well, my intention was just to get a pet bird. <laughs> well, that uh-huh. never worked. So my, my mom finally got me a finch and her favorite actor was Henry Henry Fonda. And uh-huh. so his name was Henry until Henry laid an egg and then it was Henrietta. And so that, that was probably the first pet that I absolutely—that was my best friend, little little tiny finch with little, you know, rosy cheeks. And but oh my gosh, that that would probably be my first memory of you know my 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 best friend as a pet. So now I have I've had hundreds, literally hundreds of of furry best friends. <laughs>
0: Oh, oh! How exciting! And you were eight years old when you had this little finch. Yes. Uh-oh, I grew up with
1: i I had lots of animal friends growing up because we lived on a ranch. We you know only had horses and chickens and everything. But that one is mm-hmm. that one really stands out. That was my very first, my very own pet. So, and it was yeah, my best friend.
0: Oh, goodness! So you were in charge of taking care of it and uh talking to it and telling it telling it your secrets as an eight year old <laughs> absolutely yes uh, they adventurously oh, how... we went on <laughs> oh, how exciting and that is really neat and for the first one to be a bird like that, that just uh that really starts out well because it shows us we can have all kinds of animals. As best friends, because a lot of times I think what comes to mind is a dog, a cat, a horse, and your first mm-hmm. best friend was a bird. Oh, how precious. See? That That is just awesome. Well, as you grew older, how did, uh, well, and even going back to the little finch, how do you feel it helped influence your life as an 8-year-old?
1: Gosh, I think it probably taught me a lot of responsibility because I had to mm-hmm. take care of him. I had to earn his the money to buy his seed, so I had to do chores, and, mm-hmm. you know, it, the responsibility and just the, the love of a pet, and now I'm just pet crazy. I have, <laughs> you know, they're so much better than people,
0: as horrible as that sounds.
1: <laughs> I'd rather hang well, out with horses. <laughs>
0: I always say they love you unconditionally. And all they ask is for your care and love in return. That's all they ask. That's exactly right. Yep. And that's what is so beautiful about the friendship with an animal, at least in my experiences. And that's that's what I do. I love it. I absolutely love them. And, yes, my best friends are truly my animals. (laughs) And I love that, how you explain that the finch taught you responsibility at a young age. And teaching you that as an 8-year-old, it carries on throughout your life. And that is what's beautiful, too. These animals teach us so much. It's just incredible if we just stop and look and listen to them. <laughs> oh, that is so true. Well, and then as you got a little older, what would what animal then became your next best friend from the Sandy? Uh That would have to be my cat raider when
1: we moved to California. Of course, I was a raider fan for a long time, and it's embarrassing at this point, but (laughs) but I was so. I had this cat named raider that was Mm -hmm. my absolute best friend, and I I, that was the first pet that I was that close with. I mean, he slept on my bed with me, he everywhere, everything. He I had a bowl (laughs) of cereal, he had it with me, you know um yeah that was uh, that was probably the the closest pet i've ever had was raider and he's been gone and i'm not kidding i still miss this cat february will be 30 years that he has been gone and i still miss my cat (laughs) there's no other cat like him although we have my daughter has a house cat now that is absolutely just one of us girls because I mean everything we do when we go to the fridge she goes to the fridge but that's my <laughs> daughter's best friend but you know there's no replacing that you know you you get new relationships with new animals but you, you always have mm-hmm. that one that so
0: oh yes yes well and like you said we get new relationships with other animals but that there's they're always in our heart and that cat is with you in spirit everywhere you go and oh, uh, sure. that's what to me is so awesome they to me they are they're watching over us all the time because they're always with us they they know they know us better than anybody else so they can uh, see a lot of these things and they're always there to share their their love whether they're there in in form or whether they're there in spirit i feel they're always definitely there and I, that's always such a wonderful feeling to know that their spirit lives on with us all the time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know,
1: funny thing is I always think to myself, all my pets know my level of crazy because they hear me talk to myself. And so they must say, "Ooh, she's having a rough day today. You know, it's funny because you don't talk to yourself around anybody but your animals. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so, so they they know they they're, they are the closest to us because they know our all of our little weird weirdness and secrets. And
0: <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, I've I've said that so many times. I've said my little red healer knows me better than anybody in this world knows me, and probably ever will know me because he just he knows me from the inside, totally, mm-hmm. and that it is a beautiful relationship when you share it with an animal. They're in my the way I feel. It's uh, how do you feel? how How do you describe the best friend relationship that you had with that cat, or with some of the other animals that have come into your life? You know,
1: it's it's funny. Well, with with the horses, you know, if if I am <laughs> not down there working at the stables and, and doing something or fixing fences or just hanging out with them all day. You miss them. It's like you know. I need to go get my cowboy fixes, and cowboy's my cord horse. And you know, you just I just sit there and talk to them. I just sit out there. The neighbors must they you know the neighbors they don't have pets or anything. So when who are you talking to? I'm talking to the horses. Why you know they know what I'm talking about. You know, but Uh it's it's a friendship that is unconditional, like you said. But it's. They, you can just go and have your vent and and then walk away and they're like, all right. But on the other hand, you can just go down and love on them and, and they're just right there for you. You know, Roxy, Um, I, I think we mentioned, we discussed her last last month and, and her head injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. hanging in there. Yeah. And, and oh, so when I, I have to break up her food now. She can't pull the flakes apart. So I break uh-huh. it up so that she mm-hmm. could just bite it. And, the night before last she finally she doesn't want to get too close and once on, on her blind side she won't let you get anywhere near her. the other day she yeah. just put her head on my chest and sat there for a minute so i said oh she's feeling better and she's thankful so yeah because like i told her yes. i said you got two choices you can lay down and die or you can keep fighting so she chose to to stay upright so bless her heart oh, she's a, she's a sweet girl and hopefully she's healing the the proper way and but, yep, so uh-huh. each one of them have their own personality, and each one of them are my best friends, and I tell every one of them, you're my favorite, as I want. But I have to go, you're my favorite paint, or you're my favorite quarter horse, because then the other ones will hear you, and then they,
0: so. <laughs> Oh, so. Lori, I love that, because I do the same thing. I tell my gray horse, you're my favorite gray horse in the whole world. I tell my bay horse that. <laughs> I tell my mare.
1: <laughs> yep, that's what I tell. I say, okay, night cowboy. You're my favorite quarter horse.
0: And then you know, oh, then no, we no. have the
1: appy, no. and then we have the the pony, and you know, so so mm-hmm. none of it. It's funny um, how that how we do that.
0: Yes, yes, that really is. <laughs> and I, you just touched my heart when you said how Roxy came to you and just put her head in on your chest like pure gratitude. I mean, what is mm-hmm. that? Is so much to learn from an animal too, because they are they show so much gratitude to towards you and just like her she's yeah. showing you that she's thankful you gave her this opportunity to choose and to help her to be able to eat her food and uh be able to keep going because that was her wish definitely with the way yeah. she is fighting so and you gave her the opportunity to do that and they teach us gratitude all the time because they show it they show it all the time i just yeah it's just amazing <laughs> Yeah, it was
1: like she was pranking me. It was super, it was just absolutely sweet. And you know, at that moment, you go, okay, she'll be all right.
0: She'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You felt in your heart. It was, it was in your heart that told you, yes, she'll be fine. And she was telling me that. She was telling you, I'm okay. I'm okay. You're taking care of me, and this is what I need. Oh. That is a beautiful story. Lord. I just love that. That is that just touches my heart with the gratitude and the appreciation that they show and they do. It's uh I have an older one now that I'm mixing him a mash every day and his feed and he's just oh man, he's so excited for that. I'm like he's just <laughs> thankful that we see it in him that they need something a little bit extra and need that extra because they give so much to us in return. It's just incredible. It well, is. as as you you've been around, you're like me. You've been around animals all your pretty much all your life. They've always been a part of your life. I always say they're not just in my life; they are my life because they are just they're my life. I love my animals. <laughs> uh-huh. So <clears throat> when people are saying you you get attached to them and. You love on them like this, and they show the gratitude. They show the appreciation towards you. How do you feel that you give back? We've talked a little bit, but how do you feel you give back to them to show them your love and appreciation towards them also?
1: Well, I would think it would be just spending time with them, of course, you know, tending to them, and they depend on us Mm -hmm. completely. Once we have them, you know, um right. I think that the gratitude is just simply going down. And I'll hug on my horses. I will just go up there and go, okay, I need a hug horse or uh, a horse hug. <laughs> and I don't know, only horse people get this. They have a smell mm-hmm. to them. That mm-hmm. is the most amazing smell <clears throat> ever. And yeah. you can tell a horse person from a non-horse person because I've got, smell them, they smell so good. They're like, ugh. And I'm like, you are so not a horse person. <laughs> You know, it's a special, you you know the smell. Yes, yes. And I think just taking care of them and and loving on them. And, of course, we have birthdays out here, so everybody gets apples or carrots on their birthday, and everybody gets them Uh when we celebrate a birthday out here. You know, so I think that just the love and the attention, I think that's where they know I I appreciate every last one of them, you know. Mm -hmm. and. Mm -hmm. And especially when I say, "Okay, you're tired. You can retire now." <laughs> they, I, I think that they they go, "Oh, okay, I get to retire now." <laughs> but I, I think just the the attention for them and to them are uh, they can they can tell how grateful I am to have them.
0: Yes, yes. Well, that is beautiful because kind of what I was thinking, we we show our love and gratefulness back to them, just like if it was a human best friend like recognizing their birthdays, and instead of calling like a human, we would call them on the phone and say, how's your day, or we text them or something. we rather go out and show our love to the animals. So to me, it's so much you do a lot of the same things, you just do it in a little different way to show them that they are your best friend and how much you do love and care about them. Oh, that's that's beautiful how you put that because it just makes really the comparisons of how people would do it with a human best friend, only like I said in a little different way is how you show them that love and affection. Oh, just it's just beautiful. It's just so it, and like you said about the smell of a horse, I, my doctor daughter and I have often said we need to have a perfume that smells like horses. And man, we'd love that. <laughs> Wow, yeah. Now, other people may not. I don't know not, if everybody else
1: would, though. <laughs> I don't know either.
0: <laughs> but us horse people sure would. <laughs> yeah, you're like an air
1: fresher in your house. smells like horses in here. And, yep. and for all well, the listeners that haven't ever smelt a horse, go out and smell a horse. It is
0: yeah. it
1: yeah. is like smelling flowers in the morning. It's it's incredible. Uh-huh. When you have, that, yes, when you have that passion with horses and that connection. It's it's like smelling a bouquet of roses when you
0: when you smell your horses. Definitely. Oh, I love that. Oh wow. Well would you say at this time in your life your horses are your best friends right now?
1: Oh, for sure. For sure. And my dog. <laughs> I have a big laugh. And you it's hard to pick because uh-huh. I, I re- rely on all of them to balance me. <laughs> Cause, you know, with everything else that's going on, that you know, when you mm-hmm. just need the, a balance. And even though I, I do get cranky or tired, I shouldn't say cranky, but when I get tired, if I work the ranch all day long and stuff, and I talk to every one of them and I say good night to every one of them when I feed them and stuff, and, and I think I think that sometimes I'm like, gosh, you know, I'm tired, or but. They they you know, if I if I was drinking like that to a human they're not gonna to wanna to be around me too much, you know. <laughs> but <they laughs> the just sticks it out. The dog sticks it out, it still just wags its tail like um, you know.
0: That thing, that's sliced yeah. yeah.
1: bread. So <laughs> my those are unconditional unconditional best friends right there.
0: Yes, yes they are. They definitely are. And I love how you said it helps balance you out. And they do. It, be it the dog and they each have their own Special way. I mean, I have three horses, and all three of them show it completely different in appreciation and gratitude and help balance me out completely different ways because I've learned different things from each one of them. Do you feel like you have learned from each individual horse and like your dog, you've learned different ways to help balance your life out from each one?
1: Oh, absolutely. Each one of my horses has a little of me in them.
0: And what I mean by that is I see
1: characteristics in the horses as I do in myself, and it's like a life lesson. I have one horse named Tank, and he was a rescue. He's the the, the prettiest horse you've ever seen and just a stock, short, stocky, amazing animal, but he doesn't trust real good. If you put him in a corner, he could bite you, <laughs> and nice. that's part of me. That's part of me. Don't put me in a corner. I'm like, (laughs) you You know, and each one of them. (laughs) And then, of course, we have Dusty, the blind girl that's pushing fifty years old. That oh yeah, I'm partly her too because I'm tired. (laughs) I'm tired, and (laughs) she's kind and she trusts. She trusts, Mm -hmm. and so each one of these horses, I see a part of me in. If that sounds kind of strange, but the you know the then there's the hardworking horse, and then there's the each one of them has part of me in them. And, and I, I don't know if it's just me seeing that going yet. Yeah, this is, I recognize this part of me in this horse, you know, and especially with tank. I, one day I was complaining to somebody, one of my, one of my dear friends. And, I, and she goes, Oh, sounds like somebody I know. Cause I was like, yeah, you cornered that one. And he, he gets a little, he, he, he's not going to, he's not going to be pushed around <laughs> and uh-huh. he'll bite you. And she said, that oh, sounds like somebody I know. And then I was like, wow. Yeah, that is kind of like me on that part, but because I'm very strong, strong willed, and so uh-huh. my, my my parents used to call it Henri, but um, for a while, you can kind of tell you guys have you know, each of us have something in common that you right. can relate with,
0: definitely. So, and with oh. Roxy,
1: I'm completely grateful for so many things, and so when mm-hmm. she did that, that was oh wow, that's that's a grateful animal right there, so.
0: Yes, yes. Oh, and what's so beautiful is you see that in them and you see yourself being reflected. They always say horses are a mirror to our life and they are. They, they are mirroring different aspects of our own personalities. And just like you are seeing that in each individual one of them, how they, um, mirror what, uh, what you are on the inside. And that is beautiful that you have recognized that and appreciate that horse for being that, that, oh, that was, that was a, that was very heart touching. I love that, Lori. That was beautifully no, put. <laughs> yeah. But each one of that, them,
1: you know, oh, go
0: ahead. No, that's fine. Go ahead. Each one oh, of them.
1: I was going to say we have a, a Shetland pony that and she's, uh, you know, I was laughing at myself just now because she's short and chunky. And I always say, "Hey, you're starting to look. You know, we got to back up our feed here because you're as tall as you are wide." And I don't know if I've mentioned this through the you know past podcast or not, but I'm one of nine, and I am five two and a half, and I have a six foot sister. I am the shortest one. Everybody my brother is six four. I mean, everybody is super tall. My mother was five eleven, so I had two short grandmothers. And I'm five two and a half on my best day, and my Ariat's give me five inches, or I'm not five inches, three inches. would they make it, they make me five five. So, I just, you know, shout out to Ariot with those boots because they help a short girl out a lot. <laughs> but anyway, so I relate to that one
0: too. Uh huh. Oh, oh, how beautiful! Yes, and that that explains to our listeners so well the relationship and how you. Like I said, how you have mirrored yourself in each one of those horses, and that that really gives a great explanation of how they have become your best friends, because you see you see yourself in them too, and how they love you, they love you for each part of you is what kind of what I'm hearing too. They oh, yeah. each one of them has a special characteristic, and they love you, and I love that. That is that is incredible. How incredible. beautiful. <laughs> Well, uh, what about your dog? Let's hear. I want to hear a little more about your best friend, your lab.
1: Uh, Bo is a uh, well. He's all lab. He is 123 pound silly. Oh my oh. gosh, that dog is goofy. But I have to say, he stays outside at night, mm-hmm. and he keeps. We had we had a mountain lion come through, and we think that's what happened to Roxy. But um, he uh-huh. is the absolute best watchdog. But he only he. You know, a, a constant barking dog can kind of you know, be a bit much. He he is the right. best watchdog. He knows who's supposed to be here and who's not supposed to be here. You know, we have a family of turkeys that hang out on the ranch every day. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. knows when and when not to bark. But that dog, I always say, stop being so because when I'm cranky or something, I'll go tend to him and everything, feed him and, and tend to him. And he's happy no matter what. That dog is yeah. always excited to see me. I'm like, I'm not even excited, this excited to see me. And I told him the other night, I go, stop, Bo. <laughs> Nobody's this happy to see me, okay? Can you just stop for a minute? Because he's, like, jumping all around. And he's a big boy. And so, you know, i I'll have to laugh at myself. I go, well, you know, whenever I get down, I just, and he's always happy to see me. It's probably because I mm-hmm. control the food. But, you know, it's, it, he's always, he's never not happy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There
1: if They're he always could so wag excited
0: his, to see you. Uh huh. Yeah,
1: if he could wag his tail anymore, he would fall over. That's how I mean. <laughs> it, he's just wagging for days. But yeah, uh-huh. he's 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 a sweetheart. He is an absolute sweetheart, and he's nine now, and you wouldn't know it because he has the energy as when he was a year old. And I think that might be a lab, a lab trait, but um, mm-hmm. just a, a great. Mm-hmm. He's just a great dog, and he's just, like I said, he's always happy. And I, I think to yeah. myself, well, why don't you just be always happy like this <laughs> dog? You know? And right. then I go, well, because of this, 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 and this. But then you have to turn back and go, that dog is happy. Does everybody be happy like mm-hmm. the dog? And have you ever mm-hmm. seen an unhappy dog? I mean, it, that's a loved pet?
0: No, they're always happy. Right. And they're always happy to see their owners. I said, oh. if we were as happy to see others as our dog is happy to see us, Oh, my, what a world it would be. But For sure. Just, I mean, we can be apart for two minutes, and it's like we hadn't seen each other for two hours. He's just, they're yep. just ecstatic. You're here, you're here.
1: <laughs> Jumping around, yes. And and like I said, he's 123 pounds of, he's an English lab, and he is mm-hmm. just a happy, dorky dog. And But he's the first uh-huh. one that he will protect us no matter what, you know, but... It, yeah, when I would have yeah. the kids out and stuff, I I didn't bring him out around because he really likes everybody and he's a big he's big. So if he comes at you, you got to kind of make a stance because you know prepare right. because if he if he jumps on you, if, he doesn't usually do it. But if he does, he's he's gonna knock you over.
0: <laughs> so uh-huh. so you can get
1: some good footing when Bo's coming at you.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, but but how beautiful to be de- to describe. That kind of a relationship and the happiness he shows towards you and the love. I mean, he's so happy to see you. He's just bubbling full of love, is what I call it. They're just, they're overflowing. And I am too. I mean, I see my dogs and I'm like, oh my word, I just love you so much. And yeah, we may have only been apart. I may have walked across the yard and walked back across and it's like, oh my goodness, we got to have a hug again.
1: What gets me is I'll say hi to dogs that walk in, if somebody's walking a dog, or if they come in the, you know, the place I'm at, I'll say, oh, hi, you know, you know, you
0: greet the animal
1: before you the human. Uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. Well, I always say I'm better at remembering the uh, dog or the horse's name than I am at remembering the person's name, which... Oh, isn't that a true story? <laughs> oh, my goodness, that's me. I'm like, okay, I can remember your dog, but... I'm not sure what your name is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh. well, it's good to know I'm not the only one that does that. I love that. <laughs> oh, but yes, they are. They are just true gr- best friends. There is just no other way to describe it with these animals. They are just. They are incredible. They they were created to bring so much joy into our world. If we just take the time and love them and care for them and uh, see the joy that they can bring into our lives. I absolutely love how you started with a finch from something so small and so little and we've come all the way up to the horses now that are big, beautiful, majestic animals and how each one played that part in your life as being a best friend. That is is absolutely beautiful, Lori. I love it. Lori do you have anything you would like to close with today Lori Murphy for being my guest on this invigorating sharing of animals as best friends and be sure to share this podcast with all your family and friends check out all the hosts and their shows on divas have an absolutely fantastic day be kind to all give your animals a great big hug and share your love with them until we connect again on robust lifestyles stay strong and healthy thanks for listening